when you got insured at the bank or financial institution for your mortgage, they did none of that. They checked a box and you paid a premium for that. I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos, and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV-loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together, we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life. But we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no-fluff fun conversations that will give you helpful on-the-go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. Did you know that when you buy mortgage insurance, over time, the amount of insurance that you have goes down, but your cost stays the same? This is something that a lot of people who own mortgage insurance don't know. And when we tell them, they're pretty surprised and wish they had made a different choice. So today we're going to talk about mortgage insurance versus life insurance. Everybody's favorite topic. Uh, obviously saying that's super sarcastic. You should all see the look on Megan's face right now because uh, this is not her favorite topic. I'm not sure if it's anybody's favorite topic, to be honest. Um, we don't like talking about insurance in general uh, because it means that we're planning for some worst case scenario, right? Um, it's kind of like, <laughs> do you guys, do any of your schools or preschools or daycares, have you write letters to go in like a care package for um, emergencies? Do you have, have you ever had to do that, Meg? No, I don't so know maybe Maybe because we're in an earthquake zone um, and we are waiting for the big one um, out on the out on the West Coast. They've been telling us that we're overdue for this huge earthquake um, forever. And so every year in September, we are asked to put together care packages like their favorite, like a, a stuffy from home and a picture and like a granola bar and a letter from mom and dad. And you have to write this letter to your kid about like, don't worry, we're coming to get you soon. Remember that time and mommy loves you. And it is the most heart-wrenching experience to ever have to do. Um, so if any of your schools or, you know, daycares or preschools do that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, talking about insurance is a little bit the same. <laughs> it's not a very fun experience because we are planning for something awful to happen yeah so, I hate insurance it's one of those things where it's like everyone needs it mm -hmm. I I also and I it's one of the main pillars of financial planning it's like at the bottom of the pyramid meaning need it mm -hmm. must discuss it mm -hmm. um, but I also want to talk about all the fun stuff like saving for your trip or becoming financially independent. Um, but the reality is your biggest asset is your ability to make an income. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard it explained once as if you had a money-making machine that popped out $5,000 or $3,000 or whatever per month, you know, you bought it from Home Depot 
you had this money machine and it popped out this money each and every month. Would you buy the extended warranty to make sure that it never broke down? Mm-hmm. And people always unanimously like, yeah, I would buy the extended warranty. It's like, but what if that extended warranty was a hundred dollars a month? Would you still buy it? Most people are like, yeah, as long as the money-making machine continues. What if it was $500 a month? A lot of people will still say, well, yeah, if that means I get 5,000 a month, then yes, I would make sure that it had a $500 a month extended warranty. Um, And then that's for us to realize that we are the money-making machine. Um, That is not to suggest that you need to spend $500 on insurance. However, if you add up all the insurance that you pay in your life, you might be somewhere around there because I know we are with two cars and a house and kids and all the other things. Okay, so mortgage insurance versus life insurance. You see this quite a bit online in in different uh, conversations. And the first thing that I want to say about mortgage versus life insurance is I think that um, this topic is a fairly easy target for life insurance companies. Um, Like it's low hanging fruit to be able to point a finger at how Mm -hmm. other companies, the banks, the mortgage companies, things like that are doing it wrong and how they do it better. Um, I think it's an easy way for them to get clients. So they often will put out like marketing pieces about this. Um, It's a fairly common conversation to have, but it's true. Mm -hmm. So with mortgage insurance, we are paying for our mortgage to be covered uh, if we pass away or sometimes if we get sick or injured, depending on what type of coverage you have on your mortgage. But what some people don't realize is like, let's say you bought a house for Mm $500,000 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, your balance is now like $400,000. Mm. But your insurance premium was based on $500,000. And now if you were to pass away, it would be $400,000 that would be paid out. Mm-hmm. So the idea that the value is going down at the same time that the price is staying the same Mm-hmm. We don't like anything that have, would have the value go down while we continue paying the same price. So what would be better than that? Well, having your own policy would obviously be better than that. Because when you buy your own policy, it is the, the, the value of it stays the same while the premiums stay the same. There's lots of different policies and intricacies. So um, that is not 100% of the time perfectly accurate. Um, But nine times out of 10, that's the case. You buy your insurance for whatever, um, however much, like $500,000 to cover that mortgage, you pay your 80 bucks a month for it. And 10 years later, it's still worth $500 or $500,000 and you still pay $80 a month for it. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that if something happens, that $500,000 doesn't go to the mortgage company. It comes straight to your beneficiary which they can do whatever they want with that. They can pay off the $400,000 mortgage and keep $100,000 for their living expenses. They could invest all $500,000 and maybe use some of the interest um, to pay mortgage payments. They can do whatever they think is the best uh, use for that money, but it's not going straight to the mortgage company. So, um, But I find that the, the number one thing that people are unsure about when they buy it is that the value is actually diminishing over time. Mm -hmm. 
like buying a car. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think the general rule of thumb should be you, if you have mortgage insurance, meaning it's insurance attached to your mortgage provided by your financial institution, you should be contacting somebody else for a second opinion on that yesterday. Um, unless you have some sort of uninsurability condition situation, you are going to save a significant amount of money and just have overall better customer service by going and owning your own policy outright because of the important things that Lindsay already mentioned, like your balance is depreciating hopefully on your mortgage. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Also, the amount you're paying for that mortgage insurance is likely double what Mm -hmm. you should be paying because if you are insurable, you go through an underwriting process when you got insured at the bank or financial institution for your mortgage, they did none of that. They checked a box and you paid a premium for that. Yeah. So a real life example that recently happened to a client of mine, they had their mortgage renew and they brought me their statements and they just wanted my opinion on which one they should pick. Mm-hmm. And when I was reviewing their statements, I was like, well, um, you have mortgage insurance here. Between the two of you, I know them personally. They're both very healthy. Um, There may have been some things in pregnancy that the woman experienced, but other than that, very healthy couple. And they were paying $175 as a part of their mortgage payment, which they never even knew really was a thing for mortgage insurance for the both of them. Yeah. And I went and I went to a website, it's a Canadian website where you can get personal insurance. And I said, based on your birthdays and the fact that you're healthy and your gender, you um the woman should be $60 a month and the man should be 69, I think, dollars a month. So between the two of you, you're now saving, you know, potentially 50 bucks or whatever it was a month. Right. Just insurance. And this insurance is going to cover a balance that's over and above your current mortgage amount because then I'm also covering your student debt, your credit cards, and some um, income replacement. Right. Part of that policy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things they didn't even know. So it was like, if we take that part out of the equation, get you pre approved. Or not pre-approved, but get the underwriting in the actually approved. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you can cancel this, and then it'll help you with that increase now in yeah. the interest rate environment. And I think we talked about that. So if we if you jump to episode four, we talked about interest mm-hmm. rates, and I believe we mentioned that that's one of the strategies is just not only to consider the one cost of something, but also how to get creative and how to better manage little things like that. Cause you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. And yeah. it's so much easier to check a box and say, yes, I should probably get some insurance on that because if something happens to Lindsay, my income doesn't support both our lifestyle plus my mortgage payment. Yeah. 
Plus, I want to be sad for a little while. Like I might not be able to work. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where you have to put that human element into it too. Absolutely. Well, and and you brought up a good point on like if you have mortgage insurance to be looking for a second opinion, um, which was if you are signing those mortgage papers and you are offered mortgage insurance, even though I have never in my 16 years met a financial expert or professional who recommends mortgage insurance, have not met that person. I'm not sure if they exist. Um, I would still recommend that you take it that day and then call somebody else. You Mm. are not promised anything. You don't know if, you know, if you're going to make it through tomorrow or if that bus is coming for you. Um, So I always would suggest to people that as they're signing those mortgage papers, check the box, take the insurance and like on your drive home, call an insurance advisor and ask what else you can do because you can always go back and cancel the mortgage insurance. You do not have to keep it. Um, but it kind of, you know, it covers you until you get something else in place. Cause like Megan mentioned that underwriting process, it can take a long time. Yeah. There are many companies who will offer um, essentially like instant coverage after you go through an application um, based on how you answer the questions, you can get a policy pretty darn fast sometimes. Yeah. But the minute you mention, I don't know, things like high blood pressure um, or medication three, pardon? Family history. Family history. Yeah. Medications that you're on, a surgery that you had in the last few years. Waiting to see a specialist. Yes. Yeah. Another episode we did where we talked with Alex, her episode episode 12. And she mentions a lot of these things. It's just like, you have any of these contingency items, you know, it's important to, you know, have a a thorough conversation in terms of what to say and how to explain it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So the minute you mention any of those things, all of a sudden the, um, you know, an insurance company could say, okay, we want to talk to you a little bit further before we issue you a policy. Um, They might also say, we want to talk to your doctor before we issue you a policy. So, Sometimes getting an individual policy for you and or your spouse, um, it can take a few weeks. Um, And in those real kind of like messier um, situations, we've had policies take a few months to go through underwriting. So check in the box on the mortgage insurance question with with your uh, mortgage broker is not the end of the world. You can always go back and cancel it. just actually make sure you go through that process, right? Check the box, take that, um, you know, take that policy or that, it's not a policy really, take that coverage um, and then go ahead and uh, um, and look for other coverage on your own. Uh, having your own policy is always going to be better. One thing that, that I didn't mention is that um, because it's mortgage insurance, it's attached to your mortgage. So if you want to switch between one, like if you're going to refinance um, and you're going to go from one lender to another lender, um, you might not be able to move that insurance over if, if you have mortgage insurance. You might be asking for new insurance five years later, which might be more expensive than the last mortgage you had because now you're five years older. So 
if you get a policy when you first buy your house, you don't have to be changing that policy and reapplying um, every five years as you as you get older. You can get a 10-year policy, a 20-year policy, a 30-year policy. You can get a permanent policy like you and, um, and your advisor can look through those options and make sure that it matches what you need um, and, uh, and, and yeah, have something that's more customized to you. So like I say, I have never heard a no. financial expert recommend mortgage insurance. Um, but um, except when you first get the mortgage, if you don't have a term policy or something already waiting, sitting totally. already in place, yeah. And take it so that you can get the ball ro- ball rolling um, because you do need the protection. You do Absolutely. need, unless need if you have a mortgage, it's likely that you don't have a ton of money to just throw around mm-hmm. and you qualified on that mortgage based on likely two people's income. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just one of those things where if you are in the position where you don't have a term policy, take it, mm-hmm. pay the premium. It's probably going to be double, but just pay it while you get things organized. And then once you have the policy in your little hands, yeah, then you can call your um, bank and take it off. Yeah. The other thing with I find almost never comes up in this mortgage versus term life conversation um, is around critical illness and disability coverage. Mm-hmm. Mortgage insurance isn't always just covering the life of the borrower. It may also be covering the health of the borrower. If you cannot work because you are sick or injured, or if you have been diagnosed with a critical illness. So just going out and buying a term policy often is not apples and apples. Um, Mortgage insurance will often have other coverage to it. You can buy your own critical illness coverage. You can buy your own disability coverage. Um, And often, depending on who you work for, just check on your group coverage beforehand. Um, Some some employers offer some pretty great disability and critical illness um, coverage. But uh, but yeah, we're not, there's more than one layer to the coverage with mortgage insurance. And that would be dependent on your coverage. Not everybody has critical and disability. Not everybody has, you know, it, it can be a combination of those three. Um, so canceling a mortgage insurance because we got, you know, a 10-year $500,000 life insurance policy is not always apples to have apples. Um, you might want to look into something that would cover you if you um, if you are diagnosed with a critical illness, right? If you're diagnosed with, um, or, you know, like have a stroke or a heart attack, or you're diagnosed with cancer, um, a critical illness policy is designed to pay a, a one-time lump sum, um, upon diagnosis, as long as it meets the, um, the, the definitions of a critical illness in your policy and a disability policy, that's going to cover your income while you are quote unquote disabled. So, you know, it's either, uh, sick or injured as mm-hmm. long as it covers, as long as your policy covers the thing that has you be sick or injured. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure I brought that up because it feels like every time I hear this conversation, we just hear 
mortgage versus life insurance. And it should really be like mortgage versus individual insurance should really be the conversation. Um, We've all seen the GoFundMes for people who are sick and get hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we see the ones as well when somebody has passed away. Um, But what's really more common is that when they're sick or hurt, um, Mm -hmm. we are more likely for those things to happen than we are to die prematurely. You know, stats are pretty crazy. And I think we talked about this as well with with Alex in that previous episode. But, you know, some of them will be like one in three will get sick or injured. Like they're I don't know what the actual stats are. So don't quote me on that. But they're really high. Um, But not everybody dies prematurely, thankfully. Um, And uh, and so, yeah, we want to make sure that we're that our family is taken care of in those situations, too, because if you need to take a bunch of time off work. How do you pay that mortgage payment? Mm-hmm. You know, like the amount of mortgage payments that I see in my neck of the woods that are like up to $6,000 a month. Mm-hmm. How do you pay that if you're not working? That's yeah. hard. You're still alive. So your life insurance policy is no help. <laughs> um, and you certainly don't want to, you know, wish you were dead so that it would pay out. You want to get back to being healthy. Um, so getting that other coverage. And this is one of the reasons why working with like an independent insurance advisor is so important because they can talk to you about all of those different coverages. Is coverages. Um, and like the, the length of the coverage and how these things can work together how we can do that in a hopefully somewhat affordable manner because we certainly don't want all of our money going towards being sick or dead while we're alive and healthy gotta find a balance somewhere in there yeah yeah gotta find a balance so if you have mortgage insurance don't uh you know don't freak out you haven't done the worst thing in the world it's not one like big scam you can probably find some website that says it is but um you know you're fine but please go and find um, a licensed uh, independent insurance advisor to talk about what your other options would be. And same thing, if you are signing some of those papers sometime soon, uh, take the coverage if you have nothing else and then go find an independent person to, uh, to help you get your own policy. Good luck. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.